Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is July 3rd, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So I'm going to take you folks with me on a little coffee chat this morning. As it turns out, I am away on a little getaway with my family up in Maine. We come up to uh, this part of Maine uh, every 4th of July weekend. And unfortunately, as I'm sure many of you are experiencing right now around the Northeast, there is a major storm moving through. And so it's been pretty much torrential downpour for the past couple of days. been very, very disappointing as far as that goes. But I'm still having a little bit of time to get away from my normal day-to-day routine, a little bit of new scenery, even though it's familiar scenery. We only come up here once a year, and it is quite beautiful. We're in the uh, Kennebunk and uh, Agunquit area of Maine. I'm sure many of you folks out there are probably familiar and uh, being from the Northeast myself, folks know I like to do little getaways. Last week, uh, week, yeah, right. <laughs> Last month, I was going to say, I was in uh, New Hampshire, in the White Mountains, and now up in Kennebunk. And going to be doing some more traveling this summer as well. Hopefully, I'll get better weather. So, in the background, you guys are probably hearing massive raindrops smacking against my windshield here as I'm cruising around. Like I said, it's been... Uh, well, yesterday was torrential downpour. Today, it's uh, it's pretty steadily raining. But I'm cruising around here drinking my coffee. As a matter of fact, I just uh, went past the ocean here and uh, saw the bush compound. Give me a little bit of uh, a chuckle there. I can only imagine what's going on in the inside of that place nowadays. But crazy times, folks. Absolutely crazy times. I know I haven't been too plugged in lately. I've been... Uh, Dealing, again, with uh, a lot of stuff going on in my personal life. It's not really anything I'm going to delve into today, but, you know, just suffice to say that life uh, has gotten kind of complex. And because of that, I have a little bit less time. I should probably say a lot less time than I normally do to focus on news and analysis. But uh, I still stay plugged in and I'm still following everything that's going on. I just haven't been really able to prepare as many reports as I typically do. But I imagine that as time passes, you know, time has a funny way of healing things. And, uh, you know, it's a process that you have to go through. And it's not always a, a fun one to go through, I have to say. But uh, time does heal all wounds. Or at the very least, uh, you know, it helps us to learn how to proceed and to move forward in our lives despite the things that have changed the things that we've had to leave behind, and um, you know these are these are painful, very painful things that all of us go through. And as we all know, this is a journey that you know it doesn't exclude our own personal lives, our own challenges and struggles along the way. In addition to all the insanity that we have been saddled with and forced to to fight back against, I mean, we are the ones who are holding that standard. Like I've, I've said many times, when, the, when evil floods into the world, the spirit of the Lord rises up a standard against it. We are that standard, and we, we carry that burden. We carry that cross, and we do it proudly. We know that we're blessed to do so. But we also have to explore, and that's a big part of what this show is about, because I, I go there. You know, I don't shy away. We have to explore what that is, what that process, what those emotions, and what that spiritual catharsis entails in order for us to learn from it, to get stronger, and to garner 
additional strength that we never knew we could from each other. And that's been an incredible gift of this podcast, you know, coming coming together and talking with like-minded people, reading the comments and just building this digital family has been truly a life-changing experience for me. And I know for many people out there in the audience who are very, uh, very plugged in, shall we say, to this digital family, they feel the same way. They feel a connection here that uh, they've never felt before. And it's, it's truly a blessing. But, you know, folks, it's, it's a process. It's a journey. All of us are going through our own struggles. All of us are learning along the way. And none of us are the same people that we were a couple of years ago. And uh, I look back on that beginning of my journey and I think to myself, my goodness, how my perspective has changed, how I've changed, how the people that I've met along the way have influenced me and forever changed my consciousness, how my consciousness continues to expand. Even as I look around me and I see members of my family and friends and all the people that make up my personal life, I see their consciousness. It's almost like as mine is expanding, theirs is is contracting, it's shrinking. It's almost like their world is getting smaller and smaller and mine is just getting wider and wider and more expansive. And, you know, I have to say that it's, it's riveting and thrilling and exciting for me to feel that for myself. And yet at the same time, you know, it's like the best of times and worst of times I'm watching so much of my old life crumble. And so many things that I thought were always going to be pillars, always going to be there, that made up my sense of who I am. I never imagined that these things were going to change. I never imagined that going on this journey and choosing this path by virtue of doing that, by virtue of making that choice, that was going to change everything. And that's exactly what's happened. And it continues to unfold in, in ways that I never could have anticipated. New people have come into my life. People who have been in my life for years have exited my life. It's like these winds of change have swept in. And to a large degree, I feel like I'm along for the ride. I've always been a person that felt like I could pride myself to a certain degree on keeping things, I guess you could say, inside of my mind, you know, a sense of feeling like I had things under control, feeling like I could understand what was going on in my life to a large degree and I could keep things compartmentalized and I guess organized is a good way to put it inside of my mind, inside of my spirit, because I just got so used to living my life a certain way that a callus formed at a certain point. I never knew that it was even happening. I just assumed that this was life. You know, you, you, you're young and you have all of these dreams and ambitions and things that you want to do with your life. And then as you go through your life, none of these things end up working out. And then you just develop this callus to a certain degree over your heart, your dream, your passions, all of these things that you wanted in life that were denied 
you were denied for whatever reason. And then you just start to accept that this is life. And this is just the way that things go. And I have to say, folks, even though I'm embarrassed to some degree to have to admit it, that's the way that I started to think about my life I mean, without even being conscious of it. I mean, I'm 44 years old. And as folks know, I started my journey a couple of years ago. And that really is the point where I actually started to come alive for the first time in my life. And not to suggest that I've had this, oh, woe is me existence. Like everything has just been so horrible in my life. I'm not looking for sympathy or anything. I'm just, I'm just telling you the truth, folks, about how I feel. Is that that's how I thought life was. I, I just didn't really imagine that there was going to come a day where everything around me in terms of my worldview and my understanding of politics, my, my understanding of right and wrong and morality and what could and couldn't happen, what I thought was possible versus impossible, all of that changed around me in terms of the election being stolen and COVID and the world getting turned upside down. And inside of my own personal life, it was just, like I say, I mean, I just long since accepted that I was going to be having to settle for less to a certain degree because nobody around me understood me. Nobody resonated with the things that I was talking about. Everybody thought that I was crazy or even the people that maybe wouldn't have called me crazy. They, they thought, Oh, you're taking that way too far. Oh, you're looking too much into this. Oh, you know, we all know how it goes. But that sense of isolation kept building and building and building. And I'll tell you, I look back and I think to myself, if COVID never happened and the election never got stolen and things had just kind of continued along the way that they always had and I had remained a kid by the side of the road, being somewhat awake, you know, because back in 2012, somewhere in that general range, 2012, the end of that year into the following year of 2013, I started my process of awakening, but I wasn't even remotely as awake as I am now for most of that time. It took COVID, it took the election being stolen, and all of these things that pushed me out of that comfort zone, that callus that I was talking about, where I had accepted life I had accepted my role as the outsider and I was going to always be the conspiracy nut as far as everybody else is concerned. But, you know, the truth is, is that I, I never could change who I was. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that I didn't try because I did. I was lonely. I was, I'm human just like everybody else. I wanted to feel connected to people around me. And I'm sure that probably most people out there who are listening right now have gone through a similar process, especially in the beginning when you realize how different you are. There's a natural part of you that wants to, you know, that wishes that you weren't. Especially when you're young and you don't really fully understand, you don't have any real clue what's going on, why you feel the way you do, what purpose it's serving. 
the fact that you're on a path that one day God is going to reveal to you these answers. At that point in time, I didn't have any of that. And so I went through most of my life up until probably, you know, my early 40s. I mean, I guess I'm still in my early 40s, but it's like I said, only a couple of years ago that I really fully come alive, that I really step in to who I am. Because I finally said to myself, I am just so desperate to get some of this stuff out of me. I had so much built up inside of me that I had nowhere to put it. And I never imagined there were going to be so many people out there who felt the same way. I never imagined that so many folks out there were going to hear my voice and say, oh my goodness, he's saying exactly the things that I'm thinking. I mean, that's a surreal experience, folks, I have to tell you. Because I get on here and I speak my heart. And when people say that the things that I'm saying are actually mirroring what's inside of their heart, what what they're thinking and feeling, I, I don't even have words to describe that. Because that's not me. But it took that experience. It took that jolt. And boy, oh boy, was it a jolt. Like I've said, I mean, after that 2020 election was stolen in the, in the early part of 2021, I'm sure probably everybody out there is saying amen right now because we were all feeling like we were just completely gut punched. Never in my life did I imagine that we were going to see something like that unfold. But the worst part of them, the worst, not even the fact that it was stolen, not even the fact that the MSM lied to everybody's face and not even all of that insanity. The worst part of it was that so many people around me were okay with it. That they looked at the same information that I did, the same vote spike at three o'clock in the morning out of nowhere at just the right time. Couldn't have been more obvious, literally. And all of the people around me, I thought that this was going to be a major moment where people were going to finally snap out of it and they were going to finally realize what was going on and acknowledge that there was a problem with this election. Even I wasn't expecting folks to say, yeah, yeah, Trump won, Trump won. But at the very least, to have some integrity, just a, just enough integrity to say, wait a minute, that doesn't look like an honest vote. That doesn't look like an, yeah, because I'll be... I'll be honest with everybody out there. At that point in time, not really even fully understanding how evil Hillary Clinton was. I would have said if the situation were reversed, I would have said, wait a second. There's definitely something there. There's something not right about that vote. There's not, something went wrong there. Even if I didn't want Trump to win. Because I personally don't have the ability. Even if it's in my benefit, I don't have the ability to just sit there and lie and not acknowledge what's directly in front of my face as clear as day simply because it doesn't support the outcome that I want. I don't have the ability to do that. 
And I'm not a perfect person, believe me. I've told my audience many, many times, I'm a flawed person just like everybody else. I'm a work in progress. We're all a work in progress. And I'll tell you, over the past month or so, having to go through so many of the issues that I'm going through, you're once again reminded of how much of life is still unfolding, how much you're still a work in progress. None of us are perfect, but the fact that so many people around me, in fact, everybody around me at that point, didn't have enough integrity to question the mainstream media, to question what was happening, to acknowledge that there was a problem. That was the worst part. And that was the most disillusioning thing for me because no matter what happens out there in the world, and I think people can probably relate to this, no matter how crazy things get, if you have people around you who can identify, who can acknowledge, who can admit, who can resonate, who can share those feelings and those ideas, who you can communicate with and have a conversation and say, this is insane, this is crazy, or oh, I'm scared, or I'm nervous about something, or I'm angry about something, to have an honest, straightforward communication makes all the difference in the world. No matter what's going on in your life. But then the opposite is also true. If you don't have anybody to talk to, if you don't have anyone to confide in, if everybody thinks that you're crazy, if nobody wants to hear what you have to say, well, then I guess it it really doesn't matter what's going on in the world, does it? Because whether it's good, whether it's bad, or whether it's, as in this case, ugly, nobody wants to listen. And that was what pushed me, folks. And even though I had developed that callous, even though I had accepted to a certain extent that I was going to be the one who was crazy and I'm the conspiracy nut and I'm the one who's isolated and alienated. I mean, heck, I've been for most of my life to a certain degree. That's why I think I'm probably a starseed. I've never felt like I'm from here. I've always felt like I don't quite get the program. Of humanity in some way, you know, in terms of the way that people seem to think. Or let's put it this way. Why they don't think about other things. Why they seem to be obsessed with everything that they're told to be obsessed with. And ignore everything that they're told to ignore. I mean, my mind just doesn't work that way. I, I, don't, I don't become a part of the hive mentality, the group mentality. It's never worked on me. In fact, it has the opposite effect. I mean, if you tell me I should be thinking about something and I shouldn't be thinking about something else, I'm going to do the exact opposite because you told me and you telling me offends my very being. That's just the way that I'm built. But my whole life, you know, it's like I, I always was paying attention. I always saw things differently than everybody else. And so you just learn after a while. You just develop that way. But something pushed me over the edge when that happened. And I said to myself, I know I'm not going to change. I'm never going to change. I'm not going to 
start believing all the lies. Once you, once you open up your eyes, that's it. Once you start to see the matrix, that's it. You can't unsee it. You can't unlearn that. You can't unlearn the freedom of understanding that you live in a false world, a false paradigm. It's painful to live in it and not to be able to escape it to a large degree, but to at least be able to know it and acknowledge it on one level is priceless freedom. And I knew I wasn't going to give that up. I wasn't going to change that. Why? Because everybody else around me thinks a certain way. And in order for me to feel connected to them, I've got to change everything about me. Even if I wanted to do that, I couldn't. And I knew it. But I also knew that I had reached a point in my life that if I didn't do something, if I didn't reach out into the world beyond the borders of my life, and I didn't take that chance, that something inside of me was going to die. I felt it dying. Because when I saw everybody else around me so willing to live a lie, And so willing to point the finger at me as the bad guy. Because I dared question the narrative. I mean, I don't even know how you can describe that level of disillusionment. But it's also what led me on this journey. It's also... What forced me to reach beyond myself and to put my voice out there in the hopes, but ultimately having the faith and knowing I didn't know how many, and that continues to to blow me away, but I knew that there were other people out there who were going through the same thing. I knew it. I didn't know that people were going to resonate to that level. But my goodness, talk about a life-changing experience. And this is what it's all been about, folks. This has been the past couple of years together. What we've done is that we built something beyond family. We, We have taken our passion. And we have pulled it together and we have connected with each other at levels that transcend any of the relationships that we've ever had before in our lives. It's a brotherhood and a sisterhood. We're walking hand in hand together. And as far as I'm concerned, it's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. It didn't feel that way at the time. It's like I was saying before, I mean, We don't know. We never know. We we understand and we have faith that God has a plan, but we never know what it is. It's always obscured from us because we have to live through it because that's the whole idea. That's how we change. That's how we grow spiritually. That's how we get deeper connections between us that bring us together and bring us closer to God. This is how we ascend. So we don't get to see all the different elements of God's plan. God just puts us on a path. And people come into our lives at exactly the moment that they're supposed to. And sadly, people also 
leave our lives at exactly the moment that they're supposed to. But understanding that and learning that and becoming fluid with that is so much about what this journey has meant to me, this great awakening, is that life itself is so far beyond anything that any of us have ever been led to believe. And our ability to connect with one another, to take all of this technology, by the way, that was designed and intended to enslave us and actually use it and wield it, not only as a weapon against the enemy, but as a tool to bring us together, God's children. Wow. How incredible. I used to think back not too long ago about everything that I'd gone through in my life. And I'd ask myself the question, you know, what could ever possibly have been worth all of that? I didn't have that answer for most of my life, folks. And even though I don't get into the particulars of you know, what just happened to me recently or the things that happened to me early on in my life because they're personal and because they don't really ultimately matter. What matters is the lesson. What matters is the principle. What matters is the element of the human condition that we all share. That's what I talk about. But I've told people that my life has not been an easy road. And that's not, again, to have a pity party for myself or to, you know, for all the trolls out there to to talk about myself and make it all about me. No, folks, this is about humanity. And this is one human being sharing his heart and soul so that I can connect with all of you. So that all of you out there who have told me that when I talk about these things, I put things into words that are inside of you that you could never put into words. That's why I do this. Because this is how we break down those barriers. This is how we learn to connect at deeper levels. That's what this is really about. But you know, I, getting back to what I was saying a moment ago, you know, I think back to those early days, you know, and I thought to myself, what could have ever been, for, for years it was, what did I do to deserve this? You know, that was my mantra for most of my life because I just couldn't understand for the life of me. I always believed in God. That's the thing. Always had a relationship. And I just couldn't understand why all these bad things were happening to me. Why is it that God, you know, keeps punishing me? Why is it that every single time I try something, I, I move in the direction that I think I'm supposed to go? Every time I'm passionate about something, I mean, every idea I had, it didn't work out. And there was just levels and layers and layers of pain on top of pain on top of pain to the point where I didn't even remember where it started. You get to a point in life, you get so knotted up, you don't even remember where the first knot began, how it got so tangled, how you got so lost. How every single day of your life you've woken up and you've tried to do the right thing. You've tried to move your life in the, direct, in the right direction and none of it seems to work out. 
I would rage against God right? because I know he can handle it. He's God. But I begged and pleaded for clarity, for mercy, because I had so much pain in my life and I didn't know what to do with it. I had nowhere to put it until now. And now I ask myself that same question. Knowing, or at least partially at this point, now that this part of my life has unfolded and that God has revealed to me that this is what he wants me to be doing. He's given me confirmation after confirmation after confirmation to the point where, talk about willful ignorance. I mean, I, even if I tried at this point, I... I couldn't be willfully ignorant about that. So I asked myself that same question. Would you have gone through all that stuff? Would you do it all over again? Knowing now what God had planned? Knowing that one day, because of everything that you went through, because of all that pain, because of all that suffering, because of those years of having to sacrifice that you would be able to touch the hearts of so many people, would you do it again? And the answer is yes, I would. And I never, ever thought that I'd be able to say that about anything. And that's what you folks have given me. And that's what I try to give to you. That's why I love you so much, because you gave me something that I never thought I would ever have. A sense of purpose, something that makes everything that happened in my life make sense, because it gives me the ability to do God's will. And to find so much fulfillment in the process. To be filled with so much passion and to finally have a place to put it. And to serve humanity, to give it to the world. And then to have it be received with love. It's the greatest thing that I could possibly have ever asked for. And that's been my personal experience. But as I always do, I like to connect that to the larger picture here. Everything that all of us have gone through, all the pain, all the struggle, all the sacrifice, for however many years you've been awakened. Some folks out there that I've met along the way in this journey, they've been awake for more than 30 years. And then there are other folks who have just been past six months even. And we are, all of us, at a certain point, we take stock of where we are in this journey, but especially as we get deeper into it and closer to the eye of the storm and we start to look beyond the storm. We start to look beyond all of the insanity of the news, all of the craziness that's unfolding and realize that most of it's not even intended for us at this point. This movie, this pantomime that you hear me talk about, and yes, we have to analyze it. Yes, we have to talk about all the latest developments. And that's very important. But more and more, 
people out there who are really connected spiritually are realizing that at this stage, more and more of our energy and our time and our focus and our passion is to look into the future and to identify how we want to rebuild this world. And the new foundation that we are literally pioneering right now is a fundamentally central part of all of it. And so just as I had my experience and I, you know, there are so many people out there who are suffering right now. So many people out there who are listening to my words right now have the same pain inside of them. And that's part of why we all come together because we can all feel it. You can hear it in my voice, in my words, but you can also sense it in the energy of all the other people listening to this show. We have sacrificed a great deal. And so the same question is going to be posed to us at the end of this journey. Having gone through it all, all of the peaks and the valleys along the way, having carried that cross, having carried that burden for the truth, having lost family, having lost friendships, jobs, and just general connections with humanity that we so long for, to stand up for the truth and to do God's work, would we do it all over again? And I'm here to tell you something, folks. The world that we're building, this new world that we're moving into, I mean, look, everybody out there has their right to their own view about where we are right now and where we're going and where we're headed. I welcome all viewpoints. But as far as I'm concerned, we are pioneering a golden age. There's a multitude of distractions right now and fog of war and disinformation. And we are approaching the precipice of destruction. This near-death experience is going to play out. But I believe with every fiber of my being, the white hats are in control. And it's not just a belief, as I say. It's based upon mountains of evidence that I'm not going to discuss today. But you've heard me talk about it, folks, multiple times. On various different levels, in pretty much every theater of this war imaginable, I've broken down why... I believe the White Hats are in control. Why I'm so confident about that. But again, people can have the right to their own opinion. That's fine. But I believe, folks, that the answer to the question, would we do it all over again, is going to be an unequivocal yes. Even though we can't see the whole big picture. I mean, look, I don't even know where this podcasting journey is going to lead me. I don't know what the future is going to hold. None of us do. But enough has been revealed. And I believe that for all of us collectively, enough has been revealed to show us where we're headed in this beautiful new age, a new dimension that we're going to walk into, that we are walking into hand in hand right now. Everything that we've had to go through, every single struggle and sacrifice that we've made, we would do it. Not just again, but we would do it 10 times over because of the beauty and the fulfillment and the connection and the spiritual development 
and blossoming that is happening all around us that's going to explode into this world in technicolor. It's God's glory, folks. He tapped us each on the shoulder when he woke us up. There's always been a plan for our lives. And take it from someone who, like I said, folks, for most of my life, up into age 42, I couldn't see it. I had no idea, really, what it was that I was fighting for, that I, was, that I felt burning inside of me. I didn't know where I was supposed to put it, what exactly I was supposed to do. But the second that the Lord introduced me to it, everything changed. In the same way that everything is going to change in this world. As soon as the veil is removed. And disclosure happens. And justice is meted out. This world is going to look nothing like it does now. Everything is going to have a heightened sense of purpose and meaning and beauty. Love is going to be what this new world is all about. And what we value is going to be completely redefined. Like I talked about in a recent episode, you know, the the revaluation of currency in terms of the QFS gets so much attention and garners so much of our time and our energy and our focus. And I'm not suggesting that that's a bad thing, but what I am suggesting is that where we're headed, folks, there's going to be an entirely new sense of currency. Currency, the way that we think of it today, is going to be completely redefined. Forget about revalued. And the things that we value are going to be redefined. And love, protection of innocence, true connection with one another. Because that's the only thing that really makes life worth living, folks. You can have all the toys. You can have, I mean, and I'm not a rich man, but, you know, look, I'm also not enough of a fool to think that it, a, a certain house or a certain car or a certain amount of zeros is going to make me happy, is going to fill the void that I had my entire life until I met you, all of you, until I was introduced to what real, true connection feels like. I mean, that changes everything. And once you realize that we live in a world of abundance, and once we have that sense of justice on the, on an economic level where people are on a are put on an equal playing field, and we realize that God designed this world not so that a very small portion of people could snatch it all up and hoard it away from everybody else, but so that everybody could live in peace and harmony and abundance. Once that becomes, once that truth, that reality sinks into everybody's consciousness and we have the just political and governmental framework to protect those things. But the white hats are working so hard behind the scenes to implement. 
It's going to change the way we think about money and currency. Because that's no longer going to be synonymous with a sense of freedom in the way that it is now. Real freedom is connection from heart to heart. That's what it's really all about. And that's why we were chosen. That's why God tapped each of us on the shoulder and deemed us worthy because he knows that we recognize that. He knows who his children are. And even though we're flawed, we're human, you know, we're not perfect. But God judges the heart. God knows what's inside the heart. And he can see past all of our flaws, all of our weaknesses, all the mistakes that we make. It's a part of the process. It's how we grow. It's how we change. It's how we become better people. It's how we become stronger. God prepared us for this moment, folks. Everything in our lives has been about transforming us into the people that we are right now. And it's an ongoing process. Don't get me wrong. I'm not suggesting we've all arrived. (laughs) But we are here. And we're here for a reason. We're here because humanity needs us. And that's the great irony of the way that most of us have experienced our lives and our relationships. We've been made to feel for most of our adult lives like the opposite of that is true. Like humanity would be better off without people like us who have these loony ideas. But once this flip happens, once this reversal event happens, folks, all of that's going to change. And we're going to, just as I did, on a, on a micro level, suddenly realize your purpose. Suddenly realize what, it, what it's always been about. I've been blessed very deeply to, to have had a, a glimpse into that. But all of us, every single one of you out there, are going to experience the same thing. I can see the new world. I can feel it. I can sense it being built by us. By God directing our hands, our hearts, our voices. By pointing our spiritual compass toward one another. This is a beautiful time to be alive, folks. I celebrate it every single day, as difficult as it's been, because I know where we're headed. And I will never back down. I will never quit. I will never give in. No matter what's happening in my life. I've chosen to be a fighter. And that's never going to change. Because I know what we're fighting for. We are doing God's work. We are serving humanity at a time. When humanity doesn't even recognize. I think they're starting to. But most of humanity hasn't even recognized its prophets. The people who stand up for the truth. The people who refuse to be silenced. 
the people who take the slings and the arrows willingly to stand for something. That's who we are. And that is the salt of the earth that this new earth, this new reality is being built upon. And it is my honor to be a part of it and to build it with all of you. In Jesus' name. All right, everybody, I'm going to wrap it up here. Hopefully you enjoyed this coffee chat. Please do me a favor and let me know in the comments and hit that like button if you did. Also, take a moment to check out the links in the description. Now, I know that I actually didn't talk about it today, but I did mention it on uh, Telegram and Truth Social. Unfortunately, my Buy Me a Coffee page was taken down. It didn't even last two months. And not only that, they... For, for folks out there who, who made donations on there, you'll be getting a refund. I was completely blocked out. I wasn't able to withdraw anything. So that was a bit of a hit. So unfortunately, Buy Me a Coffee is no longer. I am looking for some sort of an alternative. Um, so folks have to bear with me until I come up with one. So I just wanted to put that out there and mention that. So if you do want to support my work at the moment, you can check out patriotunderground.shop and pick up an item or two. I have t-shirts, I have hoodies, beer mugs, water bottles, stickers, a whole bunch of products, very high quality, very affordably priced. Please check it out. Also folks, check out patriotswitch.com slash patriotunderground, the best company out there for all of your personal and household products manufactured right here in America by a company that is standing shoulder to shoulder with us in this war and supporting great patriots who put out the truth, patriotswitch.com. Get away from all the big box stores, folks. Make the switch today. And finally, patriotundergroundgold.com. Switch over your 401k and your IRA into gold and silver, folks. You've been hearing me talk about this a lot lately. I do believe this is an amazing opportunity right now. People should put themselves in a position not only to be protected by this financial collapse that is going to accelerate, mark my words, but also to actually capitalize on the rising price of precious metals. Check it out today, folks. The best company in the business. I wouldn't steer you wrong and I would not partner with companies that I do not personally believe in. I offer you the same opportunities that I've chosen in my own personal life because I do believe I'm leading you in the right direction. PatriotUndergroundGold.com. Click the link today. All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back soon with another report. Have a great 4th of July, everyone out there. God bless and Godspeed. God bless America and God bless humanity. In Jesus' name, amen. Patriot out.